You do realise they're not a band, right? It's all Kevin Parker. It's all Kevin Parker. It's all Kevin Parker. Hi, welcome back to My Beautiful Dark Listed Fantasy, a podcast where two friends, a music enthusiast, Dan and... Alex, what's up? Face <laughs> off against the mighty editors at Rolling Stone magazine. Each week, as we descend Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list, we will be reviewing, debating, and mostly disagreeing with the placement and or even inclusion of some of the albums from 100 down to 1. At the end of each episode, we'll place the album in question in our own personal lists, our beautiful dart lists, if you will. And hopefully by the end of the series, we'll be able to stand back and reflect on two entirely different lists of the best of all time. And we encourage anyone at home to listen, play along, send us your lists. We might read them, we might not. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you want to say what we're doing this week, mate? Yeah, so for all our listeners, uh, mainly those who are based in Nigeria. We so blew up. We blew up big. If no one's checked our recent Instagram post, after our first ad that we did, we recently blew up in Nigeria. Mavo, to our new listeners. Mavo. Uh, it's Nigerian. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's for Nigerian the... language. Uh, was oh, it Swahili? Right. I don't know. I don't know. We're getting cancelled already. For all, the, for all our former fans in Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for that, for that cross-section um, of Stooges slash Nigerian, uh, Stooges fans and Nigerian, um, I'm afraid we're not doing the Stooges this week because this is our first wild card, which means... Each five episodes, we say, five yeah, or four five episodes, or yeah. four, we're going to bring in uh, a wild card, which is uh, an album that one of us thinks should be in the top 100. And this week, we've got Dan's first wild card, which is... Do you want to introduce You might not it? have heard of this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a band. Okay, right, before I, I start. It's not? No, no, it's one person. Uh, okay. And it's Tame Impala and it's Currents from or, 2015. Or Kevin Parker oh, yeah, okay. with, uh, yeah. with Currents, yeah. Uh, Kevin, I call him. Uh, okay. uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, and so with the wild cards, look, these are pretty loose. They're probably going to be a lot like the list, yeah. heavily Anglo-centric. We're not yeah. going to be bringing in any like random Indian, Indian cuts. And look, if you surprise me with that, mate, I mean, I know you've got Indian heritage, I do. Indian, I Indian do. Blood. Um, I'm. I'm actually a quarter Indian. For anyone maybe out there. we're going to blow up there now. Yeah. Well, and then we might have to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, there. We, we. I've put a little bit of thought into this first one. We kind of rushed into this first wild card, didn't we? Yeah. Because we yeah. were like, right, we've got to pick one. We don't want to go with our favorite albums this soon in the pod. No, I think one thing we're going to do with this is we're going to get increasingly. Uh, so the albums that we like the most are going to become the later wild cards to be introduced because they're hopefully going to be introduced higher up the list. Yeah. And these ones, well, the first couple anyway, will be ones around this area. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Say like, say if we picked, or I put picked Good Kid Mad City, which I will pick later, yeah. which yeah. I think deserves to Spoiler. be easily in the top 50. Yeah. Um, that would just sit at number one. For until, a long time. Until we got and, to around the 30s. And who wants to listen to a podcast which never changes the <laughs> exactly. number one for a good half a year? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll stick with Currents for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, should we get into it? A bit of background. Plus, uh, Tame Impala are also quite popular. And after the recent blow up That's on the true. Drake episode, we're jumping on the hype. Hell yeah. Promote, <laughs> we're going to promote that one with the 100 quid as well. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone listening at home, uh, 
please like, follow, subscribe. We need the numbers. Yes. Instagram. Uh, clearly invested in it. Uh, so plus, just jump on. We're plug, plugging. We're plugging MBDLF underscore podcast. On Instagram. And my beautiful dark listed fantasy at gmail.com. If you want to email in an album that you think you should, that you think should be on the list. Or as we recently got. Yep. One of your own albums uh, that you can message us. We can't so name drop, but... Can't name drop. Some, shout out a to, fan, a, to a fan. A fan, just... To, who sent us his own album in suggestion. Could be a wild card. It could be. It could be. We haven't listened to Give it yet. Give me a week. Mate. Give me a week. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get around to it. Uh, yeah, so this this album, right, Currents. Yeah. I feel like with our generation in particular, it's kind of... It's it's massive, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah you heard yeah. Tame Impala, Holmes, <laughs> man. We've had that conversation in a smoking area oh. at least three or four times. If anyone even knows an Australian person, yeah, you can link it to Kevin Parker or Sticky Feet. That genuinely formed the crux. Uh, a couple of years ago, me and Dad did some traveling and we, and we actually met some Australian people and every <laughs> conversation we opened up with. Oh. So, you know Tame Impala then? And... Thinking back to it now, it's just awful. Like, the, just the worst. It's like them being like, do you like Adele then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you heard Sheeran. Yeah, we and have. you like Ed Sheeran, right? <laughs> it's just, it doesn't work. But I think everyone does like Tame Impala. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. I think um, it's, a it's become statement. like this totem of like indie music. Yeah. Uh, if anyone is a big TikToker, it's a, they're huge as like, outing people for being like fake edgy yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're gonna do that to dan today uh, i'm i'm stick i'm back in my choice here yeah. i think i think it's a great album and like i heard this album it was one of the few i had yeah saved when i was traveling in africa <coughs> name drop uh <laughs> my gap year and i had about five albums saved um because i forgot to download and this was one of them Along with Kanye West graduation and views, yeah. <laughs> which could they the weren't quality, wild cards. The Thank God I didn't go with them. Um, anyway, yeah, and so I just learned to love it. I loved yeah. it immediately, but then I mean, I listened to it every day basically. I remember mm. having a chat with an Australian gappy who was out there with me, yeah, talking about it, and she was. We were both just creaming over Parker, yeah. <laughs> and for a reason because I think this album is it's sick. Um, yeah, it's his third album. From 2015. Yeah. After Inner Speak and Lonerism. What what are you saying the genre is on this one? Just the source it mate. <laughs> Psych pop. Funkadelic. When you search it on the internet, it comes Psych. up as ambient. Sorry? This is apparently an ambient album okay, according to well, Google. It's more psychedelic, rock pop. Mm. Bit of disco in there. There is. With disco-y beats. The less I know, the better. Yeah. Ambient, if you want to go with that. Um, Rolling Stone, mm -hmm. who uh, obviously the great the great inspiration mm -hmm. for this yep. podcast, gave it a solid three and a half stars. I asked myself why, um, and they don't really give any sort of indication as to why they gave it that. But there was one line on there which made me think why they didn't give it a four or five stars. And it says, even if his explorations only get him as far as this next song, it's a trip worth taking. That so was the my, last line, wasn't it? The last line. And that was the only line in the review that I could think was maybe slightly negative. I'm taking from that that maybe they don't think as like a complete album. Yeah. It, it's like it flows or like it has a strong no, enough message front to back. If it's, it's literally flows, 
they can't say like a like flow. a current almost. like a current I would say, <laughs> and you know, but this guy's a professional music critic. This Kevin Blake, no, 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 the no Rolling no. Stone art, um, article editor, yeah, writer. You know, he he just doesn't do it justice. It's about five lines, isn't it? It's yeah, not even long. So short. I don't understand that. This it's is like great an obituary. New music. It's like Kevin Parker's obituary, yeah. and it's like it's so short, um, and so like. Just do, it just doesn't justify the rating. Yeah, it, it's given three and a half stars, but he he talks about it like he loves it. Yeah, I don't get odd. it. And it's three hundred eighty second on the five hundred list. Um, yeah. and I mean the reason I put it as a wild card is because I think this easily beats at least four of the albums we've listened to. I mean, not to Leak. give anything away, but you know, <laughs> like it is better than a lot, and yeah. how it's a, a good nearly four hundred places, no, three hundred places below. Yeah. It's blows my mind slightly, but we're going to get into that now. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. In terms of, well, you've got your little section. What's your section? What What's do you mean? Uh, thoughts before we press play. Thoughts before we press play. Yeah. That buzzword. <laughs> Buzz phrase. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what were your thoughts before you press play on this one? Uh, given it was your wild card, your selection, what were you going through your mind? <laughs> um, well, I mean, one, th- it's Mimi, but yeah. what does amazed me about it is the fact that it is just him i mean he mixed it mm. produced it wrote it along with the other two albums yeah and you can hit, just imagine like being able to produce all this not dr- being driven insane by your own music yeah um and be able to craft something that's it is so focused yeah it's massive as well yeah it yeah. sounds so like detailed huge. and big and sounds there's so huge. much stuff going on it really was just in a beach house like with yeah. all this stuff, you've seen videos of him with like glasses of red wine, half empty. <laughs> I think he's put that <laughs> in there, though. You know? Pissed alone. Um, I think he did imagine, this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say, imagine being uh, another member of Tame Impala. <laughs> like how easy your life is. <laughs> like the band, genuinely, the band that he takes they, around. Yeah, they they've nailed it. They have. They've nailed it. Because yeah, I think he likes them. He likes to be. He likes them. No, he likes to be. Um, Referred to as a band when he's with when he's traveling, yeah, like on stage. That's why he's called Tame Impala. Um, but yeah, with lonerism, it's this completely like shutting off from the world, mm. going into it, going into yourself album. And he's recorded it in the same place that recorded this. And I just find it amazing that he is able to produce two completely dichotom. Uh, Edit that. Yeah, yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, one album that's so about moving forward and living life yeah which i think this is yeah like going with the flow mm. currents mm. Uh, and the other one is about being lonely and shutting off but yeah he's recorded it all by himself i mean i just repeated myself for that <laughs> yeah no i there is kind of like a charm to that that he's he's actually made this whole thing by himself yeah he said that mixing this album drove him insane yeah i'm not surprised yeah it it, it must be a tough process for him yeah. but it's not a tough process listening to this album no. i've got to say it's brilliant what about um, you before we press play so I, when this album first came out, this is probably on the first albums that I was like, um, that actually introduced me to a different genre of music that I actually really enjoyed. It was one of those first ones where it was like a break of the mold in your listening habits. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I've not listened to this album probably three, four years now. Yeah. Um, and recently, obviously it's everywhere because of, it's always on TikTok. I, I haven't even heard of it. Apparently, like, it is. less I know, the better. And 
My sister plays it a lot. I hear yeah. her playing it's the just lesson of the bear. It's just a jam. And it, it's just annoying because I'm like, God, you just don't know what they're like. <laughs> and then I feel, find myself falling into the same trap that they take the piss out of on, in these yeah. things of like them being like, you've not heard of Tame Impala. Have you ever listened to their like earlier stuff? You can say um, that, but you know, <laughs> you can fall into the trap, but you can't let it take you there. You can't. <laughs> you can't. And I, I thank God that with the less I know, the better. Mm. I mean, he could have, it wasn't a single uh no. originally but if he had promoted it i could imagine mean? it just just being awful now like we'd hate it yeah it's, so, oh, it's already yeah. played so much but imagine if it'd yeah. be number one it's like one of those little gems such like, a radio tune as well yeah um i so first thoughts going into this album i was looking forward to listening to it again looking forward to getting into it um second that that was that was probably about it i mean i just I knew I'd liked it in the past. It's whether I liked it yeah. still now. This is also one of the first albums where I can say I could listen to it back to front and just totally enjoy it as an experience. Yeah. Whereas up until this point, I've probably been listening to like my favorite hits on albums, but this one I could put on and you're there in a different, in a state for the whole 13 tracks. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a complete, like, it's, it's like a world. Focused. It's a different world. You're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Should we get into it? Cover up? Oh, cover art. I think we should definitely yeah, get into cover art. Yeah. Um, thoughts on the cover art on this one? Well, it's the only bit that he didn't actually do himself. Really? Yeah. Uh, he sent it off for his mate to do it. Dylan? Uh, no, Robert Beatty. Oh. Not to be confused, <laughs> not to be confused not to be... <laughs> with a frequent Brockhampton collaborator. <laughs> Ryan like Beatty. Prepubescent angel. Ryan. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, this guy, yeah. I think, so Kevin had become obsessed with, um, what's it called? I've got it here. Vortex shredding. Yeah. It's what... It looks when fluid, fluids or air goes over a solid state and comes out the back and it like undulates. Right. You see okay, it yeah. in, you saw it on like a car testing manufacturing. You know when they test the airflow. And yeah, just, yeah, you yeah. Just notice the patterns coming off the back of the car. Yeah, yeah. And so he sent all this to this artist, and this mm. is what he came up with. I mean, and it's just a sick. It is a sick. It's color. iconic, really. It's a sick color, and I also think it suits. How the album sounds like totally. super futuristic, uh, like really like glitzy, huge synthesized, huge synth sounds. Yep. Um, and also like the themes of the album as well, with like I see him as this bull moving yeah. through the currents and everything just like moving around him. Totally. And he can't control how things move, they just happen to. Totally. Just lets it happen. Current. Just oh uh, track one. <laughs> track one. Let it happen. Okay, do you want to, you start on this one? Yeah, so when I first, well, when I re-listened to this track, um, I struggled to see how Rolling Stone didn't put it in the top 100 because they love listening to the first and last tracks <laughs> exactly. of an album when they're rating an album. <laughs> Blows my and mind. this has one of the best openers to an album and one of the best closers. <laughs> so I don't get don't why it's 350 odd. It doesn't even have bad, like, it, th there's nothing like that just, I mean, yeah, what we're saying... Intro, this intro for me. Yeah. 
one of the best intros I've ever heard. Yeah, it's so good. I just love it. It's so good. Anyway, cue um, off. Yeah, uh, introduces the theme of like letting go, just like letting things happen, obviously. <laughs> what insight. <laughs> Incredible insight. Uh, for any fans of Nigeria, this is the kind of insight you'll be getting week in, week out <laughs> on our podcast. Um, I, first thing I noticed with this is like, and it's something I noticed throughout the album actually, um, is the way that this album kind of like contracts and relaxes in the song. Mm. So like in this one, you have like these, you know, the drums are really tight and then it just like kind of like fades out into like the drums being like really in the background, low passed. And he's talking about all oh, this running around. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. it's going into this like, like kind of like phasing out. And mm. then it comes right back in. And it does it on Nangs as well, mm-hmm. more intensely. Just flexing. <laughs> it's Kevin yeah. just flexing. It's just flexing. I mean, it, it, it just like in, on Nangs, it's a lot more intense. On this one, it's a lot like more spaced out. It's obviously a longer track. Um, but yeah, just thought it was sick. But there was one little thing I got from this from Genius. Um, Genius. Genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that? Cheers, Drake. Um, that, and this is something we talk about often in our reviews oh, yeah? of album. Kevin Parker said that the lyrics on this and for most of the album were gibberish. <laughs> no. um, and he, he just sung what was coming to his head. It was just sounds. And then he wrote the lyrics later based on what he was, yeah, yeah. What, what it was just, sounds it was he was just, making. It was just like a placeholder, wasn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. To begin with. Just to get the groove yeah. to match what the, what the groove was like. Um, and so that raised the question for me. Yeah. Is the songwriting on this good enough to make it into the top 100 now don't answer that question now we'll leave that okay as a continuous question to go through okay, it because okay. i feel like it may be one of the few weaknesses okay. this album has that could maybe stop it from making interesting, it so interesting thoughts yeah with that you said that he he did the gibberish yeah it's a placeholder and then he tried to write lyrics over that but just didn't have the same flow yeah and bounce that he liked when he just immediately did the gibberish mm. um so he left that in uh, yeah, I dare anyone to listen to this track and not do the stank face when that <laughs> guitar comes in at the end. I the mean, bass. Yeah, yeah, the bass guitar. So, and on, it's the same on a lot of tracks. It has me going stank face all the time. <laughs> it's tango. You genuinely go silly stank face. <laughs> Every time. I mean, there's all these details about him. He recorded the vocals through like, he, um, on the on the bridge. Yeah. Through like an, a keyboard sampler. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? A Vakoda. Mm. Um, I think this intro track, it's got everything. And it, <clears throat> the bit where that I love is when about four minutes, it sort of, is it, 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 he, he emulates a record scratch and you yeah. think it's like broken. And then mm. he brings in the background music. He's raising it up and then that becomes the beat to the second half. Yeah. So clever. It's so, so tri- it's, it's like really trippy. Yeah, as a sound. It's one of my it's probably. I mean, I, I went back to this album. And I, this is one of my favorite songs I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. I know it's it's like um, what's it called? Recency bias. When you yeah, just listen yeah, to it. yeah. I mean, I could be a little bit of recency bias, but I haven't stopped playing this song all week. Hmm. Um, and I, I've got a couple of factoids here. Yeah, go about, on. It was voted best song of the 21st century by NPO. 2015, second, second best song of the year. Pitchfork gave it 47th best song of the 2010s. Jesus. It's an unreal song. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it, 
it's everything that's in the album in one track. And I, mean, I don't want to say yeah. it's the best track on the album yet, but I love it. I love it as well. <laughs> I think one thing that, that says how good it is, is the fact that, I mean, we've listened to a lot of seven and a half, eight minute tracks whilst yeah, we've been yeah, doing yeah. this. This is probably one of the first ones where I've been like, I do not want to turn this off. And yeah. I'd be happy to <laughs> just hit loop on it and listen to it again and Literally. again and again. It's that good. Yeah, you forget how long it is. It feels like it's over in about a minute. Yeah. It's, it's so yeah. annoying, but I love it. Um, yeah, interesting interesting fact, um, interesting point you made about the gibberish. Yeah. Away from the songwriting. Um, for me, I don't really care, but if you, I want to see more of that coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested yeah. to hear. Okay, well, it, I mean, it suits the next track perfectly. Yeah. Uh, in which the songwriting is poor because there's none. It's Nang's. Yeah. Right. right, go on then, hater. No, <laughs> I know, I know. I just said uh, the songwriting is poor in this. There is some lyrics in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I, I, I fucking love this song. I think it's so good. Yeah, bro. I think it's so good. Um, <laughs> you know, it's all, all. You know, it's just one guy as well. What this Kevin Parker bloke? All Kevin Parker. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought his name was Tame Impala. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, I I didn't. Uh, with this one. Um, I think I was reading a thing before about the synths he's using it, and he uses a Juno 106, right, and a Roland JV 1080. Yeah, uh, two very different synths from very different eras. The Juno is a lot more like 80s pop kind of synth, okay. huge in the 80s, and the the JV 1080 was a digital synth that came out in the 90s. Um, which had like a lot of more like sculpting capabilities to make things sound like real instruments. Okay. On this one, he's using the Juno and uh, it's so cool. It's like so trippy, the synth. Yeah, it is uh, literally a trip, the whole song. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. And uh, I think it's just like the perfect balance because he's got this like really intense swelling that goes on throughout the track. And then it's just got like this really like existential... The lyrics, lyrics over the top. Yeah. Um, it's a balloon. At the yeah, end of the day, yeah. it's nos. Like the whole song, the beginning, it starts with the... Yeah. And then immediately goes into this like undulating... Almost sounds like the, the song is being like given to you telepathically. Yeah. You're even listening through it through uh, headphones. It's just going straight into your brain. Yeah. And you notice how it starts off undulating like when you've... Maybe he had a... <laughs> yeah, whatever that's like. Yeah, whatever that's like, <laughs> I've been told. Um, and then that slowly fades away, like, throughout the track. Yeah, yeah. As you're coming around. Yeah. Then you hit with, like, this paranoia. Yeah. Um, which the lyrics sum up. Is it? I always thought, when I was listening to this, when I was, like, 15, it was, is there something wrong now? Which, it, it honestly, it works either way, because it actually is, there's something more than that. Yeah, it's but literally just any really question yeah. that is, like, slightly existential suits the track perfectly. Like he's questioning his ex, himself. Yeah, he could be questioning anything. And the fact that it plays on loop, there are no other lyrics. It's like, 
we've had so many lyrics in the past which have been like i think last week we had the drake lyric which is like <laughs> i can't remember i can't remember what it was but okay. it was just like repeating the lyric over and over again which was awful and this yeah. one this is great use of repeating Genius. a lyric <laughs> <laughs> it's great repetition of a lyric because like it, it, it like drills in that paranoia yeah it does um, great track great um again this is him this is him like i said before flexing yeah because he's just showing us what he can do you gave me all that background on the juno yeah yeah what's it called i mean the talent that this man has on the pedals <laughs> <laughs> those goddamn synths those who God. wins in a synth off oh kevin between kevin and 40 i think it has to be <laughs> yeah. i mean this whole album is just synth central uh, 40's getting my sympathy vote um on this, <laughs> on this I feel one. no ways that he didn't write. Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he didn't. Rip. Uh, yeah, should we go into the next track? Yeah, this one is the moment. Right, the moment. Thoughts? Um, so follows on from Let It Happen with the theme about just letting things yeah. go on. Flow. It's coming clear to me at this point why uh, Rolling Stone said that thing about, you know, even if his explorations only get him as far as this next song, yeah. it's a trip worth taking because very similar kind of like themes so far. A bit repetitive, but I couldn't care less because the music's great. <laughs> it's ear candy, mate. It's so good. It sounds great. <laughs> Um, and this one's about like being impulsive, making the right decision at the right time. Uh, one thing on this, and he talked about in an interview, uh, when he was talking, he was talking about how like he really wants to like confuse people about the origin of the sound he's making. Yeah. There's this like, is it the guitar synth? Guitar. You can't tell if it's a guitar or a synth. It's so cool. Yeah. I was just so gonna, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, sorry about that. No, that's I've fine. taken it. Uh, it's great. And, um, <laughs> I think it's just another one of these, like, with three tracks in, it's another mind-blowing moment. Yeah, it's like, every, he, surprised, he surprised us three times so far, and this one's a bit more optimistic. Yeah. After that, after the paranoia that he just destroys you on, yeah. uh, <laughs> on Nangs. Um, I've seen, you've seen him talk about, uh, because you've taken everything I have to say about the song, I'm just going to drop a fact <laughs> I go to. <laughs> you've got an opinion. Did you hear about the Koji, the Koji power station that he used to go to? Yeah. Um, and just no, I didn't. I didn't. I was so trying. This, I was trying. All right. Fuck. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's like this empty power station. Yeah. Uh, that used to go and just stand in. I mean, oh. <laughs> uh, just play the bass and hear it echo off the walls. Well, he did. Yeah. Yeah. It's near near his beach house. We record everything. So it's abandoned power station, and he only realised after the album that it's like the currents that used to run through that place, run through the guitar. I mean, what it's so is sick. That about? I know, no, it's <laughs> so cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say about the guitar solo because it is a solo that's yeah, yeah. like, is it synth? Is it a guitar? Yeah. It, one thing it is, it's Kevin, and you it's know Kevin. he's killed yeah. it. Um, yeah, I, I think this isn't one of my favorite tracks. Like, yeah. I think it's good, but I mean, the standard's so high already. It's not. It's hard to it's, beat. It's a good song. It's 
It's a great, it's a great song. song. It's a great song, actually. It's optimistic, which I, I was craving at yeah. this point in the album. Yeah, um, I, I thought this was, I mean, there are a few weaker songs on this album. I wouldn't say this falls into the weaker Definitely category. Definitely not. No, 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 I'm it's not saying still, that at all. I didn't mean I to say that. I think mainly because it's got that moment. The moment. Yeah, okay. But I like, you know, these hyper trilogies like, getting closer. Yeah. Like, it just blows your mind. It's like earworms. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real uh, headphone album. Oh, yeah. Like, it it sounds like it could be huge. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck's sake. Yeah. So. (laughs) Sorry, mate. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Forming a part. Um, uh, millennial podcast <laughs> most millennial podcast going down with his three quarter inch beanie in the heat <laughs> of this room <laughs> with the dehumidifier uh, no the humidifier just describing just room can't see can't see up through the smoke of uh, the humidifier a Kevin Parker synth that he's found online <laughs> on eBay just next to us one that Kevin Parker touched uh, accidentally once right and a plant called Robert Plant in the corner it couldn't get that more that is that's just millennial. let the Nigerian fans that we've gained yeah have a little look into us and they know what they're listening to yeah are we gonna cut that bit <laughs> <laughs> I think we are I think any fans looking in right now yeah yeah. Just, uh, I'm just I'm just gassed about the way we've blown up recently we have we have Big I'm time. sorry, I just... And for anyone out there who has actually listened to the podcast, um, please stop thinking we're just an album mashup Instagram because <laughs> we've got I no know. engagement. <laughs> the people just think we're mashing up album covers. We've got likes, though. We've got big likes. We've got big likes. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, on so one. we're happy. We're happy. We're buzzing. Look at the convo. We're buzzing. We're, then we're getting to... Endorphins yes, generate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm changing. <laughs> track four. Extra, yeah. loose but that way <laughs> <laughs> right i'll start with this one go on this song brought me to tears like a few times night swimming yeah <laughs> i i nearly welled up listening to this last night um yeah i mean it manages to be like contemplative brooding mm. sad but while also being like simultaneously optimistic yeah um this is a crescendo for me the lyrics Chugging bass. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's so good. It's so good. The lyrics, um, the chugging, chugging bass. <laughs> it just, it's so heart-wrenching. Hold on, let me just get thesaurus up. I just need a few more. <laughs> in it. Dazzling. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's so sad. I mean, this is when it becomes sort of more of a breakup album at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, eventually is the real breakup tune, but this sort of alludes to it. And the whole album's kind of unique as in, it's been done before, but it's given the, given the, from the perspective of someone doing the breaking up mm. rather than someone breaking, getting broken up with. And yeah. uh, something like this where he's, he sounds as though he's being cocky, but he's just, he's just reassuring himself with the lyrics. Yes, I'm changing. And it's one of those, it's not you, it's me moments. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I uh, love this track. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, it's so beautiful. It's heart-wrenching. 
um, and still sounds like, like, it's so weird. Like this sound, right? It's about a couple of corny synths of being cringy. Oh, the whole but, album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The whole album is like a couple of corny synths of being like an 80s ripoff. It is. It's like it refreshes the 80s sound and makes it unique. But you yeah. could, anyone else playing with this sort of sound could really fuck yeah. it. Yeah, and especially with this songwriting as well, like the really like heartbroken, like big synths. It can come off as cringy. This track is so nice to listen to. It's it's beautiful. It sums up how he's feeling so well. It's about his very public breakup with uh, Melody Prochet. Genius. You've got that off. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, I have. Do you know what she looks like? Do you know who she is? No, no. I actually don't. No, me either. Um, <laughs> Great. But doesn't she, matter. She's, she's called Melody. You know, <sighs> there's, there's songwriting in that. There Come is. on, Kevin. You missed a treat you there, did. mate. Need some more <laughs> lyrics on Nangs. Put it in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, cool as hell. Epic falsetto. It's really chorus. mature as well. Yeah. I feel like this album's very mature. Yeah, I think I He's think twenty nine really wrote it. Yeah, but it feels like a sort of like uh coming of age. It, it not not like coming not like a coming of age film that's like, you know, a, a John <laughs> Hughes film Club. from yeah, the eighties. Yeah. But like in a way it's like becoming an adult and being like fuck people he's change. Be, yeah. He's like, been I, in relationships before time you moves can on. tell. Yeah. Like things go on. And it's kinda of like he just knows he's been there before. He's playing over the same things again, but he knows how to deal with it this time. Yeah. And it still hurts him. Mm. Like, it's just, it's really nice. It's a really nice blend. And um, yeah, I love the songwriting on this one. And there's one lyric on this. It's not that good a lyric, but the way it's sung when he's like, uh, they say people never change, I but that's bullshit. That. They do. <laughs> I love the way that's sung. And it's like, he has these really? moments where like, he'll come up with like a really like, um, like, um, Simple lyric. He does it again on Meaningful. Love Paranoia, I think. Yeah, I think you I know, I know the one you're on about. Oh, Fair Play, that one. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere no. Right. Is it not? I think you have a different one. Okay, good. We'll but, um, that. Yeah, you've stolen my lyric there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just comes in with these really simple lyrics, but the way they're sung and where they sit in the track makes them sound so, like, it's like Say the moment. That's, oh, that's a different one. Do you want to give us a rendition? I'm just trying to remember how this one goes. And people never change, but that's bullshit. bullshit. They, they do. do. Yeah, that's, that one, that's yeah. Um, And then ends with this like really glitzy synth. Yeah, it's um, dreamy. Yeah, and it's almost like he's, it's like he just relaxes again. And it's like the sadness is over. It's not really, but you just like life goes on. Yeah, the currents exactly. move on. Great track. Yeah, and then it leads into, I think it leads perfectly into what is the focal point of the album. Yeah. Eventually. 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 Thoughts? Um, thoughts on this one? Um, I think it's sick. It just keeps getting better. This isn't fun for anyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> it does though, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. This, this, I've, actually, I wouldn't say this is as good as Yes, I'm Changing. Oh, it's I still not think as, it's great. It's not as good as Let It Happen either for me, but it's literally, it's still insane. It's still so good. Like the drums 
I tell you what, the drums, his drums, right. I know he went through pain mixing this and went yeah. mad. Good job he did because the drums sound sick all the time. They always slap. They always sound so good. It's all Kevin Parker. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I, they, I, I think they said on the Rolling Stone review, like he records all his drums live, but they sound sort of synthetic, like they've been like layered over the top yeah. and they just sound so tight. And especially on this track, uh, Impeccable Groove. Oh, of course. <laughs> Millennials. And like every track, it's weird because they sound the same kind of, they all kind of sound, they all, you can tell, tell them they're from Currents, the album. And on each one, he does something different, like a new, a new style or inflection with like the guitar or the synths. Mm. Like there's a false opening here where you think this is going to be like super heavy. And then it just takes you down a different path. And then you go back to the heaviness and you're always moving on going down these different routes. But each one is so good. Yeah. And like the opening guitar rip, I call it a rip. Yeah. It's not even a riff, a riff. It's, it's a rip. Yeah. Um, he does this little staccato with the first note. Yeah. Just those yeah. little details of his, his genius. Yeah. And, it, and the way it opens up with this genius, uh, <laughs> with this like um, really like distorted, like messed up synth, and then it breaks into that. Huge wide sound sounds great. He's also sick. Uh, he is welcome sick. to the millennial. Kevin Parker <laughs> <laughs> Millennial Loving. Love Foundation. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's sick at writing hooks. I don't mm -hmm. think he's that good a singer, but his voice suits what he's singing. Yeah, and he and he also has a really unique voice. Yeah, you never you never hear him sing. He's never done an MJ two thousand no. two thousand Watts reveal <laughs> where he sings in his chest voice. He's always singing in his falsetto. Yeah. And uh, and it just makes the hook sound really soulful and cool. Um, yeah, without the lisp, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and also in this one, when I was talking about the swelling before, yeah, does it so well on this one? Um, like when he does the eventually part, yeah. and it like opens up, and then it, the last one when he gets just the snare hit on its own. Oh, and he cuts the music. It cuts the yeah, music. So sick. And it's that final release. Great track. <laughs> So it's just, it's just endorphins, isn't it? It's so many endorphins. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I sent a, a picture of Dan. No, I didn't cut that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, brilliant. And I think also, I was talking about the maturity on the album. The lyrics are brilliant. And it's not that this subject hasn't been covered before, like the whole album, really. Yeah. But he adds this layer of maturity and the lyrics are beautiful. Uh, I say beautiful. And he summed up in the entire first verse, the song. I'll just read it to you because I think it's worth a read. Yeah. Um, if only there could be another way to do this because it feels like murder to put your heart through this. I know I always said that I could never hurt you. Well, this is the very, very last time I'm ever going to. So good. Yeah. So mature. Um, and just and just great. Like when you're reading that, you oh, can feel the groove in it. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. It's so it's like written. It flows like a rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, love great that, track. Love that tune. And it is the focal point of the album for me. Um. Yeah, and I think it deserves a well-deserved break afterwards, and we get that with Gossip, which is the next track. Yeah, it's basically like, if you call Nang's like a semi-interlude, Yeah, this is like the, the real interlude of the album. Yeah.
again, it's him flexing. <laughs> yeah, I, this is the JV 1080 this time. Really? Different sim. Um, I tell you what, we've we've gone through a lot of filler. Uh, this redefines filler. Like, it it's like so different every time. And the placement of filler is key to making Ooh, it not it's a filler. Good placement. And this is great placement because it slows everything down before you come in with the next track, which we know is going to be huge. <laughs> and it also comes after <laughs> such an intense track with eventually. So it brings the record down to a nice pace, which you can compute at. So I would say usually that this goes on the filler chart. But this time, if we're doing like, you know, like those charts you get where it's like A, yep. top tier, yeah, okay, god okay. tier. This is god tier <laughs> filler. This is S yeah, filler. This is yeah, S yeah. level. S level filler. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm going to say. It's just undulating synths, high-pitched echoes. You could even say, if you're trying to be really clever, yeah. the, the track Gossip, it sounds just like chatter. Uh, all the echoey... I, that's what I got from it anyway. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because why wouldn't you? And this is why people <laughs> should tune into this podcast. It deserves this sort of analysis. Should <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we move yeah, on? Yeah, let's move on, because let's get into this. Um, on to, uh, track seven. The less I know, the better. Right, so Alex just started twerking. <laughs> I've got my phone out. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I just I just had to film. TikTok. I just got about eight TikToks in the course of that song. Great track. Um, um, needs no intro, really. I hate the fact this song has been memed and yeah. and, and ruined in that way because it's arguably, I'd say, I know people say "Let It Happen" is like the best. I'd arguably say it's one of the best tracks of the last ten years. Is it the twenty tens? It's definitely. I think it's got to be top five or ten. It is so good. It got well, it got the best from Triple J. Tri of course, best it tracks did. of all to, of oh did, the twenty tens. Well, they were voting between Flume, yeah, 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 Sticky exactly. Fingers, and uh, and and Tame Impala, uh, and, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kevin Parker, and Kevin Parker. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they gave it to they gave it to the track, and why wouldn't they? Because it's absolutely banging. It's a banger. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, best baseline. I could be best baseline. Okay, so yeah. one of the best ever. On that point, I did have a Google because I was listening to it and I thought, this is the grooviest baseline possibly ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it if you're not, a, unless you're a boomer. Anyway, I yeah. went looking and on the internet, I typed in like best gro grooviest baselines of all time. I left. Knowing what I knew before, that all these bloody articles written by boomers. Got <laughs> no mentions, mate. No mentions. Didn't get mentioned. So true. It's so it true. Just get mentioned. It's so good. I don't get how this. I I know. I mean, we've got some big rock albums coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, I I I still think we'll hear some great bass lines in those. You've got Queen's this, Queen's like dun 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 dun. Yeah, or dum dum dum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the classic bass lines come to this head. is better than for, for IMO for people growing up. <laughs> for people growing up in our generation, this is like when everyone says, "What's your favorite bass line?" or like, "Can you think of a bass line that comes to mind?" 
This is the one that comes to your head. If not, it comes in the top three at least. It's sick. Well, nothing's beating it for me. No, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. If it's not the best, it's the gnarliest. <laughs> That's for sure. You like Sticky Fingers as well. The band. And, Great band. Um, Carvin Nar. It's <laughs> <laughs> trying to be surfer painful. there. Painful. That's not getting cut. That's I know, not getting I know cut. it's That's not. That's painful. Uh, <laughs> I think um, one thing I like about this uh, is the like. lyrics, right? <laughs> yeah. The lyrics. They're so like colloquial and like, like he, he's like trying to come up with rhymes with <laughs> Trevor, together. Trevor, yeah. And he comes yeah. up with like Trevor and Heather. And like they, they, uh, it actually is sick. <laughs> I, like you would think it would be like so poor. Yeah. It, it fits with the song perfectly. Like following on from gossip, all these names flying about, you know, being like, oh, have you heard about him and him? Or maybe you should hook up with him or yeah. like her or whatever. Uh, so it follows on nicely from gossip. And then it goes into this thing where he's just like looking at this girl that he was formerly like with. This love triangle. Getting with Trevor, who's an absolute chad. <laughs> chad. He's and beta as fuck. Come yeah. on, Superman, see a say a stupid line talking to Trevor. It's like so like pent up, like, did come you, on. Did you see one of the annotations that was brilliant? Yeah. Of the Superman line. Where what, it's about, like... Come on, Superman, say your stupid line. Yeah. Where Superman's line is up, up, and away because he wants him to fuck off. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't know. I yeah, didn't see that. I think that. that's brilliant. If he meant that, that. that. I mean, that adds that line so much. Yeah. I love that line. I think Same. it's sick. I think, um, uh, oh God, just outed myself as a complete beta male there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. No, no, no. I just think it's like a sick for when someone, you know, Someone your likes going off with someone else. Yeah, you just, like, look you've at the all guy been there. We've all been there. Fuck off. Yeah, we've all been there. Like, yeah. Um, I think I've heard you say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Super Dan. I've, I've heard people say it to you, Dan. I've heard people say it to you. <laughs> Do the grapevine, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think um, this is probably maybe favourite track on the album. Actually, no, we'll say it's that. It's one of the best songs we'll the last that. decade and end of, really. Yeah, it's, it's hard to disagree with that. I, yeah, I encourage anyone who's uh, who's not listened to this track. Living and Under a Rock. If you haven't, I mean, there's 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 been this thing recently where there's been a party somewhere. I think it was in the UK. And Illegally. the people who ran the party got arrested by the police and they claim they didn't know there was a pandemic on it. So anything, <laughs> literally anything is possible. Is possible. <laughs> if you haven't heard this track, then go out and listen to it. It's great. Sadly. Sadly. I don't think we can move on without pointing out one thing that I do think is true. Yeah. And Kevin said it himself. Yeah. It kind of doesn't fit on the album, particularly. Why? It's out of place for me. How? And look, this is just what Kevin's saying. I disagree with him. I disagree I with disagree him. I disagree with him. I think it slaps. I think and it sounds the same. It does. It sounds, it's a bit more disco than any of the other tracks. Yeah. He's allowed to dabble. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up. I think he was a bit embarrassed by it. Personally. Well, there was that whole thing. Um, they had quite a cult following before this album. And, and on, I think it's on, is it on Past Life? Right. Or I can't think. Top notch journalism. He's talking about, he's talking yeah. about how like, because he loves, he had like a secret MJ obsession. He wanted to make a more <gasps> poppier album. I did he hear this. He was frightened that his fans wouldn't accept it. He had like a whole album, a whole pop album apparently in the wings that he'd written for Kylie Minogue. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, but he never released it. He just well, he released the most recent album, which is probably the, the poppiest of them all and the most ass of them all. Nah, it's, I actually uh, quite like that album. It's all right. I quite like it's it. No, it's nothing on current. No, okay, it's nothing right. on current. Anyway, it's different but, conversation. Yeah, different wild card. Yeah, I think it fits. You know, I think it does as well. I think it needs this. And I think, I think the reason I think you're embarrassed because why wouldn't you go with this as a lead single? Yeah, I don't know why. Think how big the album. The album was already massive. Maybe he didn't want that kind of coverage. Maybe he knew the potential of this song. I think it would give the album massive. maybe a false um, image. Like if they, yeah. People are going to think, oh, he's going to release like a disco. Whereas he went with Because I'm a Man. Yeah. It's yeah. like this really dreamy, quite beautiful song. Yeah. We'll get on to later. Because I mean, really, if you're going for popularity, money, listens, you're going to go with this as a single. Mm, 100%. <clears throat> I, I mean, you know, and uh, do you ever think like if you were like if you went back in time, woke up one day and you were like woke like <laughs> you woke up 10 years earlier. OK. And like the, the next 10 years of songs hadn't been written. This would probably be on my top five list to write. So I'm, you've absolutely lost <laughs> me. Now, right? I mean, I was looking at you the whole time. And I was like, what? Right. Imagine if you went to sleep one night and you woke okay. up and it was 10 years ago. OK. Yes. And then the, the this previous hasn't been 10 years this hasn't been written. That hasn't been written. Okay, okay, okay. But you can, you remember it. This is probably the, the one, one you'd I'm going go with. To yeah, first. you'd blow up, man. You blow up big. You would. You blow up big. <laughs> you done it yesterday. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you done it yesterday. <laughs> Just say that next time, mate. Uh, that's going for our next series, which we're doing top 100 what films of all would... time. <laughs> uh, that is going in as a wild card. You know what? I'd like <laughs> that as idea. Just off the cuff here, as a segment. What? If you could yesterday one song off the album. Yes. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> Right, I like could, that. Right, for this one, yeah. 100%. 100%. It's got less know the bear. It's not my favourite, though. They, they can be different segments no, still. No, it depends what you want. Do you want money and fame? Do you want the appreciation? Yeah. I think with this one, you get both. Yeah, you do get both. It's, it's a slapper and it's appreciated. Yeah. And you make big money. Well, that's it. a new segment. I'm just going to write that down. Yeah, write right, that. Whilst we okay. get on to the next track, which is Past Life. I was getting in my car and I went to adjust the rearview mirror. But in its reflection, just for a second. I saw a figure, started to trigger, memories flooded back, stopped me in my track. Who was that? It was my lover. A lover from a past life. Past life for you, uh, posh views out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, from this is it's an ambitious concept piece. That's what I've got on mine. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> um, not sure about not sure about the ear rape at the beginning. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. I saw a live performance of this on YouTube. Yeah, and you could just see everyone in the crowd just being like. It's interesting. He, he's he's trying something here. That sorry. That whole like. <laughs> Last two, 30 seconds of the podcast was just noise. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a good uh, artistic interpretation of the opening of this song. Um, yeah, well, actually, I want to hear what you think of it first. This is my favorite track on the album. No I absolutely <laughs> love this track. I think it's so good. I think, I, like, there's so many elements to this track. First of all, it's like the, the pitch down vocals. That he's like speaking. I don't <laughs> know whether it's because we're they foreign. They're, they're like comedic. They're it's like because so it's got to be. It's got to be. They're so funny. 
And also at the same time, so tragic. Like in a way that they're tragic because they're funny. And also they're tragic in their content. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like that kind of blend sets it up. And then he looks in his rear view uh, and he's like, he sees the girl and he's just taken back. And the whole world, the whole world of sound that is the song so far completely changes. And you get this huge best chorus in the album, Past Life. It's debatable, debatable. It's, it's, it's so good. Um, I fell in love with this one in Africa as well. Yeah. Because that forced me to listen to it. Normally, you put a song on like this when you're 15 or 17, you hear the intro and you're like, yeah, I just skip, get to less, I know the better. Yeah, yeah. But then you, this grows on you, it grows on you. Big time. Um, it's this odd, the lyrics are odd. It's like this power play where yeah. you, you can get back into this girl's life if you want because he's the one that dumped her. Um, but he, he, it's almost like he wants, not because he wants to, it's because he can. Yeah. It's, like, it's a past life. I'm <laughs> yeah. speaking of my suit from yeah. the dry cleaners. Um, sick chorus. Um, the I, best. Uh, the concept of it, I, it I, the reason I didn't like it as much is because it makes me laugh. Yeah. I, 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 it takes away from it slightly for me. I think it adds to I don't know if it's it that my fault. It, it could just be my fault, but I've got to go with my own personal sense. You're just a bloody millennial snob. When you call it past life, I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, think, yeah. uh, I think that adds to it. Because it's this album, like the lyrics, following on from like, <laughs> come on Superman, say your stupid, stupid line. line. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly a tragic bloke. <laughs> like it, it, well, in the music so, video for that, he's dressed as, uh, Trevor's a gorilla. Yeah. And he's like this little. Well, they, there you yeah, go. I mean, yeah. not, it's not even in like a bad way. Like being tragic isn't a bad thing. Self-deprecation. It, it, yeah, he's self-deprecating and it's hilarious. I think it's funny. It's often hard to be funny in a song and be considered like good or respected and he's done it i think with it's this kevin parker it's uh, end of the day comedian <laughs> uh, mixer multi-instrumentalist he didn't master it he didn't master it, it takes away completely from it to be honest it's not all but kevin, it's not all kevin it's parker, not all kevin. <laughs> um and i also love the synths in this one i think it's great um and the ad lib since on currents no on past life no, i mean oh okay. <laughs> Never. That whole that whole yeah. exchange was what you hear in a smoking area when you talk to someone who doesn't know anything about Tame Impala. <laughs> Did you like the synths on Currents? What they were on synths? Past Life? Yeah, on Past Life. <laughs> no, but favorite I like lyrics. No, but I like uh, them on Past Life. Favorite lyrics? Um, the dry cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> Just as indie as you can be. To me, it's the monologue on me Past Life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that could be the epitome of indie. Yeah, Gone with Kevin Parker. You've gone with past life and you've gone with a monologue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I also like on this is like this bit that gets added. Yeah, yeah, that bit. That, that bit, yeah. yeah. It's so cool. Catchy. So catchy. Um, I don't know how he hasn't like, maybe he has. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he hasn't worked with more like hip hop or this, R&B Oh, producers. the hip hop scene, love him. Um, after this. <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving Dan like Tyler. a fan like don't go there don't go there <laughs> uh, Tyler always raps about him yeah. um, ASAP Rocky sampled um, it was either same old mistakes on like a song from Pretty Fl- on Unicorn yeah in like 2014 Kendrick did a verse added a verse to um, I think it was this is drab Yes, I'm changing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Rihanna. And Rihanna just stole, straight up <laughs> stole. Um, same old mistakes. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, so no, he is big. After this, he was working with like Rihanna, obviously, mm. um, Kanye. Um, got him in on Life of Pablo. I'm not surprised because it, it's like sound is <clears throat> it's miles out of its time. It still yeah. sounds, if this came out today, it would yeah. still sound ahead of its time. I don't think it's and ever six, will sound six, dated. Five, six years will old. Will it ever sound dated? No, there is one track on this I thought sounded a tiny bit dated. And, and by tiny bit, I mean maybe out by a couple of days. Okay, okay. Rather than like <laughs> a couple, couple of hours. Couple, couple rather minutes. than like a decade. Got like it, Drake. got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll move on now uh, because it happens to be the next track. I thought it might be. Disciples. I it might be. Jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, Disciples. Oh, this get this track gets ripped in the reviews, um, in general. So you like it? I don't. I don't think it's. So you like it? Yeah, I quite like it. Um, <laughs> I think it's a bit of a banger. Um, it's frustrating to me that it gets ripped, and maybe it's because the whole first half of the track's got this high pass filter. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, "Come on, mate!" But I think that just makes the release in the second half that more that little bit more satisfying, and it's catchy. It's not as developed, I will say, as all the other tracks. Yeah. On the album. Come, goes to, out with a whimper. To, to call it an afterthought. Yeah, it does go out with a whimper. To call it an afterthought, which a lot of people do, I disagree with. But I want to hear what, you, what you're going to slag off with. I just thought it was... Uh, I, I, to be honest, I don't think it's a bad song. I don't think it's a bad song. If you put this on any other album, it'd probably be one of the best songs yeah. on the album. <laughs> but it's just not... It's The hook isn't as good as the other ones. It feels like... Yeah, that's true. It feels like it's been written to be a single. I don't think it needs the... But it's not that good a hook. Sorry. I don't think it needs a hook, though. I think it's a banger just with the instrumentals. That's what makes me love it. Possibly. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't really have much on this. I just thought it was a weaker track. And at this point, the whole um, like songwriting thing comes into play again. Like There has been no... like We spent ages talking about... Um, you know, the lyrics from Lucinda Williams and all this. And like, we can really True. go into them with this, by this point, it's just kind of like the same old gig every time. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't hate it. I really, I, I know you don't, I, I know you don't. It. It's just a point. I, I'm just trying to give some yeah. sort of reason for why it might not be in the top 100. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that <laughs> bad at all, but I, I suppose that would be a reason why. if yeah, you didn't I mean, like it. Yeah. I can't think of anyone not liking this album because they're Neither. like, don't like the songwriting. Uh, it's universally It's not Neutral low, Milk Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's like it's 10 days old, mate. It's dated yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, this this I don't have too much on it either because it is, it's the closest filler is going to get the filler on the track. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, let's go on to Because I'm a Man.
boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ironic masterpiece, in my opinion. Yes, great. Um, the lead, the vocals here, he steps it up. Um, I think they are some of the better on the album. Uh, do you see the cover art for this track? Yeah, the two balls. With the two balls. Oh, Pretty you see cool. the G yeah, of course yeah, I of did. Course you did. <laughs> Genius. Um, <laughs> so on this, there is the the cover art for this was two. It's like the cover art for Currents, but with different color scheme, and it's got two metal balls coming down. And you're talking about like how this represents uh, a man's motivations in life uh, when it comes maybe to, to do with sexual uh, desire. Maybe, maybe, maybe of a panel. We're not saying I that, but I think that's what he was going for. Mate, to tell you what motivates Trevor. It does. And, uh, Kevin's not happy about it. <laughs> Um, say your stupid line Bennett what you got to say <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I, you sound soulful in this one I also think um, like this this is like the most cance cancelable yeah terrific sexist uh, <laughs> it must be no, no, it's, it's, no I think that's the point I yeah, think, that's like, what I think it gets away with it with like the cheeky swagger that it's got to it and because he's so beta <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know he's that not really horrible. a man. No, uh, no. Uh, take that back. I think just the whole idea of like, I think he undermines it because he's like, all these things that he's doing wrong, he can't. He can excuse it because he's a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so it's like saying, oh, you know, I'm a man. I do what I want or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I get horny or you know, yeah, I, yeah. I mess up, I fuck up. Um, but in actually not taking responsibility for what he's done, he's undoing the the you know the title of being a man yeah so like it's, it's kind of like two two edged double edged sword it's like you'd catch him on loop on his phone you just hear preface small waist with a big bank preface small <laughs> waist with a big bank you'd walk in on him uh but then you'd show and he'd be filming you he's that kind of boyfriend yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and he changes the lyrics at the end way to instead of i'm a man i'm a human woman a greater force I answer to. Yeah. Uh, which is just beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not too much else to say about it. I I could see why it was a single because it, yeah, it's the, it's after he's broken up about, he's broken up with her now and he's apologizing through, he in fact, he kind of apologizes to the rest of the album. Mm. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Just cut this. I <laughs> just like, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I've already said that it's just this ironic thing. Like, boys will be boys. I'm a man, woman, get over it. But he's not that kind of person. You know no, by now on no. the album, I he's think, not. I think that whole thing about him, like, not taking responsibility for what he does is, like, excusing the fact that he's, he's taking the piss out of the fact that he's yeah, a man. Like, exactly. He's basically just saying I'm a human, but also I'm a man because I fuck up and I mess up. Um, but also it's got this feeling like he can do what he wants. It's great. Yeah. It's a great track. Um and uh, should, we, should we move yeah, on? Yeah, move now? on. 11, Reality in Motion. Sigh on the podcast. <laughs> what do you think this of this one? one? Uh, it's all right. 
I think this one, you talk about being funny. Yeah. I think this one's funny. I, all the lyrics feel as if it's something that Mark would say on Peep Show, <laughs> like in, in a monologue, um, where he's like, uh, there was no one else around you. Not that I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and he cuts himself off. Um, yeah. You notice that with the chorus. Yeah. It's almost like he's walking up to this new, because it's all about yeah, going go, through the go, reality, yeah, going, yeah. going through the motions of, of meeting a new lover. Yeah. And it, it, the way he cuts himself off with the chorus, it's almost like he's walking up to this girl and he's got in that monologue going on his head and he's remembered that he's got to speak. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, not that I was wearing, and no one else around. And he's like back to speaking. He's yeah, back yeah. in the room. Um, it's an incel anthem. Literally, it's one of the more mundane. It's grounded. It's more, it's more like relatable, this one. It's, you've been in there. You've yeah. been there before. It's less ethereal. It's less wishy-washy dreamy. Yeah. It's an actual situation that you can put yourself in. Yeah, I just, I think it's it. a bit less impactful for that reason. But yeah, yeah, possibly, still, as, again, possibly. as with the weaker songs on this album, they are still sick. They're still great songs. And they still make it into any, any album. Apart from, I couldn't see this sonically fitting in a Taylor Swift album. No, no, you would, or take care. <laughs> or take well, actually, care. Drake, I could see this. 40 would add a sick drum loop. Yeah, yeah. 40 would add like some Jill Scott Heron. We're just going to steal this, the weekend song and put. Uh, <laughs> put yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it was all right. There was one lyric on it I thought I liked. I'm, it made my heart run in circles and overflow. And I was closer than ever to letting go. It made my heart run in circles on overdrive and I was close than ever to feeling alive. Yep. Good lyric. And I, I like the ending of this track as well because it's then it's over. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's sort of the same sort of record scratch effect yeah. that you hear on Let It Happen. Mm. Coming full circle. Um, Ooh, it's not quite though, is no, it? No, not really. <laughs> Searching for it there. Two tracks off, Kevin. Uh, all the, <laughs> it's like, all there's left to do, he repeats it. And it's like, all there's left to do is fall into a state of love and paranoia, which is the next track. And that could be bullshit, but I think it works. I think that works. Um, I think that works. Uh, which is track 12, Love slash Paranoia. paranoia. Um, really love this track. You know, we mentioned the lyrics earlier. Yeah, that I love the way he's sort of it's like throwing them off. Yeah, they they're not. He's not put a lot of thought into it, but it makes them work so well. It's does it really matter? Does, does it really fucking matter, babe? It's all you can ask of me. Okay, fair play. Here we go. Uh, he <laughs> sings it. He sings it, and you can't tell he's saying that, but it's it's so just like off the cuff. Yeah. And what makes this track one of my favorites on the album? Yeah, is the way that it's just always moving. You're never static and it, it rarely repeats um, any of it for more than a couple of lines, a few yeah. bars. It's always progressing. It's building or shedding different parts of it away. Yeah. Um, so subtly as well. Yeah. So subtly you can't even notice it. But then, yeah. uh, and then you listen back to it and you're like, wait a minute, where does that go? It's not there at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah it's so cool. Yeah. I, I, I like this track. I didn't think it was one of the strong ones, but it's just another great track. Um, I like the way it's like shifts. Like she's almost like in the room in the first verse and he's like talking to her like 
again, the lyrics are just like yeah. so colloquial, like having a yeah. conversation. Yeah. And then it moves on to the second verse, change in sound. It's like, I've heard those words before. Are you sure it was nothing? And he, just, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he yeah. starts getting suspicious again because he's left by himself. <laughs> and he's like, because it made me feel like dying inside. Oh, God. And he just like goes on to his... Love, uh, paranoia. What about Trevor? Is Trevor, is Trevor still in your <laughs> yeah, DMs? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, that is... Um, I thought it was a good track. Yeah. Good track. Right. Should we get into the final track? The final one. New person. Same old mistakes. slaps man such a slapper um the bass this is like stank the face shugging bass stank face but it's like evolved into what like i imagine a metallica fan yeah a sort of dancing a sort yeah. of cleft lip impression yeah, yeah, right yeah. now <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah it's cleft the, lip face this one you know, like the lyrics and the bass line they sort of like coalesce into this Dirty, nice. dirty riff that yes. carries the song. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got a real swagger Rihanna to stole it. it. <laughs> and did you know that Rihanna wrote this song actually a year later? So it's not all Kevin Parker. No, yeah. <laughs> this is the bit where it coalesces for me. And you can. this will probably take you back to that moment when I say it. It's yeah. finally taking flight. I'm going to sing it. I know you don't think it's right. I know you think it's fake. Maybe, Maybe fakes what I like. like. That's the, it's that's so this, good. That's the other lyric. I oh, was really, really? about from previous when what was the Slaps. other one? And eventually, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Where he just has these moments where it's like they sound like simple lyrics, but the way they're sung and the point they are in the song snaps you right back yeah, into yeah. it, and it sounds so good. Um, yeah, the vocals on this. I've as got well, that written down as well. Sick. The vocals the, on the bridge. Uh, I, are my favorite part about Full this step track. Full a new level. I know he just <laughs> hits. He hits every high. My favorite part about this track is the fact that we're about twelve. How many? Twelve songs deep. Thirteen. Thirteen songs deep, and he chooses to add a new instrument in, which is like a sort of banjo or like yeah, the banjo. Some yeah, weird yeah. Shit. He just chucks it and in. Like, <laughs> he just chucks it completely in. different from the rest of the album. Fits like a glove. It fits perfectly in there, and it's so different. It sounds so cool. I still can't work out what instrument it is, to be honest. I think it's a banjo. I, I, like I thought, a banjo it, I thought a it was a banjo or something. I thought oh, probably it's a t if it's Kevin Parker, it's, it's a probably sitar. It's, sitar is definitely yeah. Shout out Ravi Shankar. Yes. Um, but then I just yeah, it's a great track, and I also think in terms of like where it's placed in the album, you know, in Rolling Stone, like oh, it's it doesn't flow How that well as an album. I think that after hearing this. Yeah, I think this. Like okay, maybe oh. no, no, no. I right. I like the way this ends because it's meant to be so optimistic. You, it's it's like building up to this fact that you know life just goes on, and the currents keep moving. Yeah, but then this whole thing about him, like in the end, he's a new person, but it's the same old shit. And he's still and he's, questioning and he's still questioning himself, and he's just questions. like, it is life. It just goes on, and he was. It's not going to be some sort of dramatic change. Yep, and you that's when you put the album on again. And, and that's you when you loop the again. album again 
and you're like, let it happen again. <laughs> again, Let's and you're, you're happy again. to hear it again because this album just is so sweet. And, and that is that kind of suits it because you do want to loop this album again. You do want to start it from the beginning. And he is in the same loop. By the end of the album, he doesn't make it out. He is making the same old mistakes. Yep. He has made out of his relationship or whatever, but he's still pissed off. Got that echoed subconscious that comes back that started off in Nang's, still yeah. with him. He's matured by this point. It's less, less, less afraid. It's more questioning what's next. Um, yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> he's always in motion. That's why I've got here. He's always in motion. It's the currents of the album. Where he's yeah. bombarded with just waves of relationships, love and life. And it's always continuing. And that's why it doesn't end on a point. No. It ends like life does. It doesn't end. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's gibberish. I, I just, I, I sort of phased out with that because I was waiting for the point. I was waiting for the point. There is no point. There is no point. And that's, that's. No, that doesn't, no, no. I don't want to say there's no point in life. Okay. <laughs> Let's not twist it. There is. You go put this album on. You'll remember. Um, one thing <laughs> I would say before we wrap up on this uh, last track. Okay. Uh, there's this one part which Rihanna did so well on. <laughs> what? Uh, no. <laughs> which is like, just before the final chorus, it's like a weird synth in reverse. And then like that. it comes like he slowly swaps like each individual note to go forwards <laughs> and it blends into one. It like inverts itself man. and flips and then comes into the final chorus and ends with it. Obviously another sick hook. Yeah. As we all know, the vocal harmonies are layering by the end. It's like this just wall of sound, yeah. like harmonies, echoes, and still lines, sounds so clean. Never sounds face. muddy. No, it's never sounds muddy. It's never true. sounds muddy. It's sick. What an album. It's like they're all one, but you can pinpoint each sound. And yeah, anyway, yeah. I just said what you said, but worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Should we do fave track? Uh, yeah, it's past life. Okay, For me, it's uh, let it happen. Yeah. Um, any any contention there? No, I mean, I just uh, let it happen. It's one of the best songs uh, ever of the past decade for me. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, so um, less I say, the less I know the better. <laughs> it's a hard pick. It's, I, I didn't want to go album. less I know the better. They're all on the same album. Yeah. Um, right. Le least fave. Disciples. Song? Disciples is mine, sadly. Yeah. I th oh, I thought you were fighting its corner yeah, before. Yeah, that's the thing. That's all. It's still the worst. <laughs> Ratings leak. Rating. Um, uh, right. Favorite lyric for you. <clears throat> um, I've got. I think this is off Love Paranoia. Babe to know I could just be paranoid. Well, I won't quell the desire to know what was really going on. Doesn't really fucking matter, babe. All you can ask me. Okay, fair play. Here we go. Matter of fact, simplest, simple. That's why I like it. That's the way, that's the way I like <laughs> Sorry, it. It sounded like I was just reading <laughs> more of the lyric. <laughs> yeah, and it's what you were talking about. Oh, he has these lyrics that they sound as though they... Be a bit like meh, but they work so well. Yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, come on, Superman, say <laughs> yeah, line. No, I love that. That is lyric. catchy as fuck. And it's like, it's catchy. It's weird. I still don't quite know what it means. <laughs> up, up and away. And, uh, I added that for you. And it makes me hate Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with your final thoughts then. Uh, on this one. Uh, this is my favorite album that we've listened to so far. Um, I'm going to place it number one for me. Um, there's I mean, nothing wrong with this album. <laughs> there's a few weaker tracks which could have been binned off, um, but I think the way it sounds, the way it's mixed, everything sounds super clean, super gritty at the same time, super tight. The drums, 
Sounds sick. The songwriting's all right. It does the job and it doesn't take away from the music. I wouldn't say it necessarily adds to it. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Uh, but what an album. Incredible. I mean, for me, 10 out of 10. it's a modern classic. It is. It's a modern classic and you can't deny it. It's as close as we've come so far as to all killer. No yeah. filler. Yeah. I mean, tagline from Dan. <laughs> tagline. <laughs> and it is. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. I think I re-listened to this thinking I'd love it, but not not like I list, love it. Not like I ended up loving it. Yeah. Because I listened to it years ago like you. Yeah. And it was sort of like a second thought to put on the list because I was like, what should we put as a wild card? You know what? Currents doesn't get a shout. Why yeah. not? Let's give it a go. Listen to it again. I think, well I think I've matured. As a as a listener, I think you have. Yeah, I think you, you. I think and I've made a pre- and you you even you making music. Yeah. Or me being around people that make music and getting even me getting into the music scene. Yeah. I mean, as cliche as it is, he did this all himself. I know it's mental. It's so much to it. <laughs> I think also when you're saying like we matured, I think from a perspective of like as well of, of like getting the lyrics more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The lyrics well. are just so like human. There's, we've, we've we've picked out so many that are so like colloquial and normal mundane picking up your suit from the dry cleaners and you see someone and you're in the yeah. past life or whatever simple lyrics but they mean a lot when you when you've gone I mean, like, through those experiences yeah, exactly and the song eventually i mean mm. i think it's just a, again it's a masterpiece of a song mm. when i listened to that back when i was 17 i just loved it because it banged yeah. now i love it because of what it means yeah just it keeps growing on me this album and i will be listening to it again <laughs> a lot, a hell of a lot. Um, yeah, it's a ten out of ten, really. I mean, it's an endorphin like generator. Not the ratings don't really matter, but it's obviously going one on my list. And it, I hate to say it, but you might struggle to move for a while. Yeah, I didn't expect it to do those. Unless well. we get a big shock. I, to be honest, I didn't expect this to do no. as well either. Neither, it's going neither. number one for me as yep. well. Um, huge from Dan, <laughs> bringing in a number one. With his worst wild card. <laughs> Big things to come in. I mean, let's just hope he's got better albums up his sleeve. I think he's panicking right now. He's panicking. Can he ever top this? Uh, we'll find out. No, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so you should give a recap of our lists here. Yeah. So 100. I'll give mine and you give yours. Well, they're the same. Oh, they're the same. I think they are. Yeah. I've got 100 red. 99 take care. Mm. 98 music from Big Pink. Yeah. And I've got 97 Master of Puppets. Yeah. Is that right? Were those two... That, anyway, that's what I'd have. Yeah. Even if we've changed it. Um, I think it is. Anyway, that's what I'd have. 96, Automatic for the People. Yeah. 95, Car Wheels. And then 94, Currents. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Give us a follow on um, mbdlf underscore podcast on Instagram. And I know I'm going to set up the Facebook <laughs> he says this I every promise. week he says this every week yeah um, but yeah look forward to hearing, seeing you soon Stooges next week might have a guest we might <laughs>